بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین وصلاۃ وسلم علی اشرف المبیاء والمرسلین محمد رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وآلہ وسلم وسلم تسلیماً کثیراً کثیر خمادو مرد سسٹرز تھنک اباؤٹ دس آئی ڈو دس ود مینی کلائنٹس آف مائنڈ آئی تھنک آئی مینشن دس یس ٹو ڈے آلسو وچ از آئی آسک دیم ٹو ڈو اے اسواٹ انالیسس پٹ and see if uh, how they think of islam and how they think of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, do they see islam as a strength as a as a actual material strength uh, as some something special that they have uh, or is it something that is you know okay this is a religion i go i pray i do whatever fast in ramadan or something uh, but other than that application in my own life especially in terms of issues of this life now i, I want to distinguish islam in terms of the akhirah yes we, we this is in our mind and, and so on and so forth and we agree but do we think it has any benefit in this life because as hazrat uh, hazrat sayyid ahmad khan sahab rahmatullah used to say jab tak tumko ye yakeen nahi hoga ke namaz se duniya ke masail hal hote hain tab tak tum namaz se sahi nahi padoge He used to say that until you completely and totally with certainty believe that your problems of this life will be solved with Salah. Right? Problems of this life. You're not talking about going to Jannah. We say problems of this life will be solved and can be solved with Salah. Until you have this complete total belief, uh, you will not pray. Now, this is what he used to say. And I believe that is very... insightful and correct statement um, this is where the problem is that we have separated the ulum uh, and the knowledge of the dunya from the knowledge of the akhira or the knowledge of the kitab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not tell us to do that on the other hand Allah told us the opposite where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned people of intelligence and he described their quality Uh, the distinguishing features, the characteristics. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, إِنَّ فِي خَلْقِ سَمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَاَقْتِلَافِ اللَّيْرِ وَالنَّهَارِ لَآيَاتٍ لِّئُلِي الْأَلْبَابِ الَّذِينَ يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقْعُودًا وَعَلَى جُنُوبِهِمْ وَيَتَفَكَّرُونَ فِي خَلْقِ سَمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ رَبَّنَا مَا خَلَقْتَ هَذَا بَاتِلًا Truly, in the creation of the heavens and the earth and the alternation of the day and the night are signs for people of intelligence, people who reflect, people who think. And then Allah described who are these people. He said, these are the people who remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala standing, sitting and lying down. So first, quality of the intelligent person, a reflective person, a wise person, is that he recognizes his or her creator. And he knows who Allah is. He recognizes Allah. He worships Allah. He obeys Allah. And standing, sitting and lying down refers to the entire aspect of life. The three body positions that a person can have. Um, which means that this person does not restrict and relegate Islam and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to a small part of his life when he's in the masjid or he's praying at home or wherever. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the thought that whatever I do must please Allah, which is the essence of taqwa. This thought permeates <coughs> and completely 
fills every aspect of this person's life. So this person decides everything in life on this basis. Meaning, will my decision please Allah? Will my speech please Allah? Will my action please Allah? So this is the basis of his or her decision making. And this is the essence of taqwa. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when we talked about taqwa, when we talk about taqwa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَا خَرَجَ وَيَرْزُقُهُ مِنْ هَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ وَمَنْ يَتَوَكَلَ لَلَّهِ فَوْهَزْبُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, which means, the one who has taqwa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will extract him from all his difficulties and will provide him from um, sources that he... Uh, um, and he will provide him from sources that he cannot imagine. So first uh, thing that happens with taqwa is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will solve your difficulties and difficulties are in this life. Right? Of course also akhirah. But begins with this. Allah did not say that he will solve your difficulties in the akhirah. Allah said he will solve your difficulties. Meaning in the general statement it refers to this dunya as well as the akhirah inshallah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying the first benefit of taqwa is that your worldly problems will be solved. Right? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah will provide you from sources you cannot imagine. So Allah is not saying you will get as much as you work for, you have to work hard and so on and so on. Allah is saying, yes, you will also get as much as you work for, but because you are a muttaqi person, Allah will put barakah in that. So you will not, the, the normal person will get whatever they work for. Insan, that is for the whole of mankind, that a person can get and will get only what they work for. But for the muttaqi, is special. Allah said, min Allah said, I will provide him from sources he cannot imagine. So obviously, if he cannot imagine the source, he didn't work in that source. He didn't work in that area. So Allah is talking here about the concept of baraka and the concept of the miracles that we see in our lives. <laughs> right? Things completely unexpected, which we... Uh, which we, I mean, alhamdulillah, I, you know, I'm sure all of us have such incidents in our lives where uh, we, things happen to us which we could not possibly have expected and there is no explanation for that except that Allah sent it and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did it, all right? Uh, may Allah grant this to all of us, inshallah. So, and the reason for that is taqwa, is this consciousness that Allah must be pleased with me and that is the sign of the is of the person who has intelligence. And then Allah said, Allah said, and these same people who are muttaqeen, who are concerned about the pleasure of Allah, they also do research. They also, uh, they, they also are learned in science and technology and so on and so forth. And they and they do research and they invent things and they and they search and in, in the in the meaning and, and the way of creation of the heavens and the earth. Right? I mean, I've, I've been seeing, I'm, nature is my great interest. And uh, when I watch some of these videos, uh, absolutely incredible. The, you know, the, the intricacy of life, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, created things with, with such precise detail and with such uh, a balance and with such interdependency and all of them timed like I mean you know it's if we did that if we if we created a, a gadget like that you'd be very proud of yourself. But this is the whole world. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the whole world and all kinds of intricate patterns and details uh, which Allah has created. And this is the glory and majesty of Allah which must completely impermeate uh, every aspect of our being and fill our hearts with it. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that these are the people who understand this. Now when you understand this, then you see the value of deen in your life. And then the, res- out, the, the result of this is tawakkur on Allah. The person then, because he recognizes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because the glory and majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fills his heart, and his heart is illuminated with the nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then this person has complete and total faith and tawakkul on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, total reliance. And then Allah said, for that person, Allah will become sufficient for him. Now see the beautiful words of the Quran al-Kareem, and these are the ayat of Surah Talaq 2 and 3. Um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying here, the, Allah is not, not saying I will give the person whatever they need, I will give the person this much, that much, I will give them jannah. Allah is saying Allah will become sufficient for them. Which means that every single need of this person, Allah said I will take care of it. Our biggest need is hidayah in this life. Guidance, right guidance. And our biggest need on, in the, on the day of judgment is maqfirah, is forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? Inshallah. Allah is saying Allah will become sufficient for you. So obviously, for the person for whom Allah has Allah is sufficient, there is no question about the fact that this person will, inshallah, enter Jannah. Right? And we ask Allah for, like Nabi Sallallahu said, ask him for Jannah for those. We ask Allah for Jannah for those without Hisab, inshallah. So it's very uh, important to keep this. Now today, the way we are, if you look at ourselves, we are all over the world, we are harassed and we are beaten up and we are, you know, oppressed. Uh, we are like people who are walking around with a, with a with a platinum credit card without a spending limit, right? So you can literally buy a plane with it if you want. Um, but we are begging people for money. And we say, please, can you give me $5? I want to, you know, go have a meal. And the person says, for God's sake, I mean, you can buy the whole shop. You've got this credit card with you in your hand, which has no spending limit on it. You can buy the whole shop. You are asking me for five dollars. I mean, what's what's wrong with you? The problem is, what's wrong with us is that we don't know how to use the credit card. We just ha- we just carry it around. Right? We don't know what the password is. Uh, we don't know how to use it, and uh, so it's a piece of plastic in our hands, right? In the hands of someone who knows how to use it, that thing can create magic. But in the in the hands of somebody who has no clue what it is, it's a piece of plastic. Now, this is the, the problem we have. Islam today for us is a name. It's a few rituals, right? It's some cultural stuff which comes with it. That's it. What else is it telling me? Now, if that, is the, that, if that is all that Islam is for us, then it's not going to help us. And if it cannot even, I always remind myself, I said, if, this, if my Islam cannot get me a decent meal in this life, how is this Islam going to help me in the qabr, in the, in the grave? How is this Islam going to help me in this kind of quality of my Islam? How will it help me in my grave? How will it help me when I'm standing before Allah on the, on the Day of Judgment? I mean, imagine, uh, this, this is no good. So we must work on our Islam. We must work on the amal, on the action, right? Knowing is not sufficient, action. And unless we act, we will not get the benefit. Because until we act, it's a set of instructions. Do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Now, if you memorize all the do this, do this, do this, but you don't actually do it, that memorizing of the do it, do it, do it is not going to help anybody. Right? It's only when you actually do that thing 
then the benefit comes through. So I remind myself and you, let us get into the act, into the habit of actually working, of applying Islam, of acting on Islam, of showing applied Islam the benefit of that in our lives. Inshallah, we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala for khair and barakah and for uh, the tawfiq uh, to apply Islam and to show the beauty of that in our lives, so we can enjoy it, we can see it, we can praise Allah Subhanahu wa Taala for it. وصلى الله على نبيه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين برحمة الله